Well, it seems like some of the, the worries surrounding this Tampa Bay Lightning team have just been worries. And we have nothing to worry about. The Lightning score have scored now 14 goals in the last two games, picking up a 6-2 win tonight at Amelie against the Nashville Predators, a tough-fought win at home and what is actually their second-to-last game at home. We talk about all that and more. Steven Samkos, Nikita Kucherov continues to roll. Ross Colton continues to tear it up. All that and more, but first, let's play that music. Your Locked On Lightning, your daily podcast on the Tampa Bay Lightning. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome to another episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. Just like to thank all of you if you're listening to us on an audio platform, whether that's Google, Spotify, excuse me, iTunes, or wherever they provide podcasts, we are there. We'd like to thank you for making us your first listen of the day, whether you're in Tampa, in the United States, in North America, or anywhere around the world. I appreciate it as always. And if you're watching us on YouTube, don't forget to give us a thumbs up and hit that subscribe button. And turn on that notification bell so as soon as the newest episode drops you will be notified and be able to watch it so on this late edition i guess uh well we are recording this at 10 o'clock uh, not too long after the game has ended Tampa bay lightning beat the nashville predators 6-2 at home uh and really this was a dominant performance uh you know it, it's very rare that i get to come on this show and discuss with all of you about how the lightning have really taking control of a game and not really relinquished that that lead and, and not had any subsequent drama uh, throughout the game. For the most part, the Lightning, like I said, were in control of this game, uh, jumped out to a lead uh, in, in the first period. Uh, you know, very rare that we see that where not only that they go into the first intermission with a lead, but it's a two-goal lead, and then they just continue to capitalize upon that scoring three in the first, like I said, one in the second, and then two once again in the third period. Uh, so that, you know, continuing that play, that aggressive play that I spoke about in the last episode, um, not only, you know, by myself after they played the Leafs the other night, but with the hosts, David, uh, David, Mike, excuse me, of Locked On Leafs, uh, we were talking about that, how really the Lightning – you know, they're kind of a reactionary team. I've spoken about this all season long where really you're kind of waiting around for the Lightning to do stuff. And, and where the, in this game, and especially the last game, I mean, we could take the last game against the Leafs as, with a little bit of grain of salt. They didn't have some of their, their big-name guys uh, in net. They didn't have Jack Campbell in net. Uh, I think they're kind of trying to maybe – not expose him too much i don't want to call him a head case but he he seems to kind of you know overthink things get a little bit overwhelmed uh something that you know the lightning will have to capitalize on in their upcoming playoff matchup with toronto but other than that austin matthews out of the lineup so there's you know you got to take last last the last game against the leafs eight one win at home maybe if those two guys are in the lineup Maybe we could say it's somewhat of a similar outcome like we had tonight against Nashville, 6-2 win. But really, I mean, the way this team is playing the last couple of games, it they look like they look like they look just as good as any of the top teams in the NHL. I mean, not to say that they have it all year long, yes, and, and, but at the same time, 
we've seen that this team is very much human compared to those teams. You know, when we're talking about the top teams in the NHL, we're talking about the Florida Panthers, Carolina Hurricanes, and 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 the Colorado Avalanche. Those are the three, I would say, juggernauts of this league. And the Lightning are in the top five. They are a top five team without a doubt. But they're not, I think, right now, if you're just obviously using – the, the, the regular season as a measuring stick, they're not in the same weight class right now. Having said that, these last two games, the way that this Lightning team, especially this offense, has, has exploded and the goaltending has played, you know, Andre Vasilevsky last game uh, has really struggled as of late, lost four of his last previous five starts, uh, and goes in and, and looks like vintage Vasilevsky. Uh, there's not much you could say about that. Wasn't overcommitting on, on shots, uh, doing a very good job limiting rebounds, uh, smothering up the puck when he needed to, uh, just doing a very good job. Everything that he is obviously known for and has been has been celebrated for, uh, he was doing that in that game. And then tonight, you sw- kind of switching gears there. We all kind of figured with, you know, Vasilevsky struggles, clearly, you know, they kind of, Put it nicely on the broadcast tonight. Ment, uh, what was it? Mentally fresh. You know, obviously, you never want to call a player, especially if you're on the broadcast team for the team that you're talking about, tired or fatigued. But let's face it, Andre Vasilevsky has been very tired. Uh, only the the second time in his career that he has played 50 plus games, and you can see it. He's tired. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, it's bound to happen, especially with the last couple of years, deep cup runs. Uh, you know, guys allowed to be tired. He's human. But tonight, you got Brian Elliott coming in. And Brian Elliott just had a fantastic season. I kind of killed him in the beginning of the season because really the expectations were high. The way he is playing right now is what I expected him to be in the beginning of the season. And maybe that's a little bit on me. I'll I'll be the big man and say I was a little bit overcritical because, let's face it, you're a backup goalie. There's always so many ways that you could really stay fresh outside of a practice scenario and, and really come on. You could only mimic game situations and game speed to a certain extent. You know, I'm not going to say that people are going easy on him or whatever the case may be. But in practice, you know, you don't have that type of intensity just because it it is very hard to, you know, practicing against your teammates and and playing a scrimmage is a lot different than going out and playing a completely different squad of guys. So there's a lot of a lot of scenarios in that. I'll admit, like I said, that, you know, maybe Brian Elliott just needed some time. But listen. The way we've seen Brian Elliott play in his last three games, one of those getting a shutout in that, just absolutely fantastic. I think if, uh, and I hate to admit this, hopefully my Locked On NHL uh, Thursday co-host, Chris Masilli, um doesn't see this side. But, I, you know, if, if Andre Vasilevsky wasn't Andre Vasilevsky, the way Brian Elliott is playing, we might have to talk about possibly doing a two-goalie system. But really, that's not the whole story tonight. Victor Hedman scoring yet another goal in this one, as well as Ross Colton. Ross Colton, like I said, I, I've completely fallen in love with the way he plays the game, just his the amount of aggressiveness and intensity that he brings, not on, into every game, but every puck possession. Uh, the guy, when he has the puck, I, I think nobody else on the ice wants it more than he does. And you see it. He, he is not afraid. He is completely fearless out there. He... He doesn't mind going full speed onto the doorstep and, and trying to do whatever he can to jam it in past the goaltender. And that's the kind of mentality a guy like that, who's not necessarily big, uh, needs to have. And, and 
you know, you see that from guys like Anthony Sorelli, who also scored a goal tonight on a breakaway. What a fantastic, fantastic goal from Anthony Sorelli as well. 17 goals on the season. Just, just want another one of those guys that just continues to get better and better and better every year. And, and really, he has just, over these last two years, especially since we've had the show, has really just turned into a fantastic hockey player. Just really dynamic, just a Swiss army knife knife of a player out there. And, and he's having a completely fantastic season. Struggled a little bit there in the beginning of the season, but guess what? He has really turned it around. He has really gotten it rolling. Uh, one of the best players in the league right now since the All-Star break or Olympic break or whatever you want to call it. Uh, whatever you call it, Anthony Sorelli is definitely up there at the top of that list. And, of course, Nikita Kucherov. Uh, what else is there to say? I feel like we're running out of adjectives for this guy. He he has two goals in this one tonight. Um, uh, well, not two goals in this tonight, but 21 goals on the season. Just continues to roll. Uh, five goals and eight assists. Eight points, excuse me, in his last five games. That's absolutely insane for a guy who has had his fair share of injuries this year and missed time. Uh, he's missed a total of 35 games this year. And, and then last year, he didn't play at all. So until the playoffs. So, I mean, the guy is just, it's unbelievable. It, it, it's like he was made in a video game and he's brought to real life. Uh, we'll talk about the entire game. This was just this first segment was just me talking about the highlights in this in terms of just fantastic job all around from this team tonight. Really hope they could bring the same energy and intensity in tomorrow night's game because it's definitely going to feel like a playoff game tomorrow night against the Florida Panthers. Can't wait for that. And it's down in 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 the Miami area, down in the Panthers. I guess we could call it the den. Is it a den? I don't know what it is. The cat house? I'd like to call it that. Uh, but <laughs> I, I really love how this team is playing. And, you know, they couldn't have picked a better time of year to do that. So we'll talk more about that as well as Nikita Kucherov and Steven Stamkos as well. Those guys getting getting really hot towards the end of the year. I mean, a week left in the season and you have your two best players on the team. If Braden Point could get rolling, I mean... What is stopping this team from winning a third straight cup? I know. So we'll talk about that in just a little bit. But first, I want to talk about one of our sponsors today, and that is HelloFresh. HelloFresh, where you get your farm fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make your home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. Now, the best, some of the best things about uh, HelloFresh is that it's on an app. The app is easy to use. I mean, in today's society, I, I don't know a person that doesn't use an app for every single, every single facet of their life. I mean, you know, that's the only way to get ahead in life. So, you know, it's invent an app, invented something easy to use for people, so, people of all ages, and HelloFresh has killed it with this. And, you know, they, they are killing the convenience game. Uh, not only do the ingredients come pre-portioned so you're not overbuying or wasting food, but it's easier than ever to get filling meals on the table in a snap with options like family-friendly or quick and easy recipes. HelloFresh's chefs really know how to diversify the menu with re seasonal recipes like salmon limon and pasta primavera. Pick up favorites from 50 different weekly options and skip weeks when you need to change your delivery date or update your preferences at all in the HelloFresh App. So go to HelloFresh.com slash LockedOn16 and use the promo code get lock, promo code lock six, LockedOn16 
for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts. That's HelloFresh.com slash LockedOn16. Use that promo code LOCK16 for 16 free meals and thirteen free, three free gifts. All right, so if you're watching us on YouTube, you're staying right here. And if you're listening to us on a podcast platform or audio platform or whatever, you're joining us back right now. Uh, just spent the whole first segment, if you haven't, uh, if, you, if you're just joining us now, which is really my first question, if you are, why'd you skip the first part of the episode? I mean, that those are, you know what's the good part about the, the best part about the episode? All the parts, especially this one. Uh, and once again, I just want to remind all of you to please go ahead and like and subscribe to this podcast. Give us a follow on our social media platforms at LO underscore lightning on Twitter, as well as locked on underscore lightning on Instagram. Give me a follow on my Twitter page at Danky Dank, D-E-N-K-Y-D-A-N-K. And go ahead and follow us on our YouTube page. Why are you not? If you're not following us, why are you not following us right now? Go ahead and do that. Like and subscribe. Hit the notification bell. Please go ahead and do that as we continue to build up the channel love all the people that have subscribed thus far you are the best and another reminder uh next friday next friday when lightning travel to new york up to new york against the new york islanders at the ubs arena last game of the season i will be there in attendance i'm already meeting up with some listeners who reached out to me grabbing a beer if you're going to be there in, in attendance go ahead reach out to the show that's why it's important to have those those social media uh contact so go ahead message the show so i know that you'll be there lo underscore lightning on twitter once again and that is locked on underscore lightning on instagram if we get a ton of people together we'll all take a picture we'll post it on this on the on the locked on lightning instagram account and twitter page as well so don't miss out on being on a podcast platform in terms of celebrity or or being famous or whatever you know you're you're getting a picture you're gonna have a beer with me we're going to talk some lightning hockey and guarantee you. I'm guaranteeing a win against those Islanders on Friday. I'm calling it right now, but I'm not going to take any responsibility if they lose. So we're talking about Nikita Kucherov as well as Steven Stamkos. Steven Stamkos, uh, just another guy who we spoke in the last episode, passing Marty St. Louis for most points in franchise history. Got his 35th goal of the season tonight. Uh, the guy has just been absolutely rolling. He's one of those guys where he's one of those players, and we've we've said this over the last couple of seasons that Steven Stamkos, if he just were to stay healthy, imagine the numbers that he could put up. I mean, we've seen it. What what he is really capable of: sixty goals uh, at one point in his career, fifty-one in another, two career, uh, two two top goal tallies in his career. Uh, the guy is a is one of the best goal scorers in the league his problem is that he has just been unable unable to to just stay healthy and some of that none of that is really his fault you know it just happens sometimes your body just gives up on you uh like i've i've compared him to alex ovechkin very similar in terms of the way they play the game i mean i i think if you were giving stammer same amount of games played as ovi I think they have the same numbers. Uh, but the one thing that he is chasing, it seems as though Steven Stamkos, the, the one thing that he has not accomplished in his career, which is surprising when when I was looking at the stats and then they they stated it on the broadcast tonight, he has never gotten to the 100-point mark in his career, which is wild to think about, but at the same time makes sense considering the guy is, is a, 
one of the top goal scorers. Goal scorers tend to not really accumulate a lot of points because, yeah, you're scoring 30, 40, 50, maybe 60 goals. But that also means that you're not setting guys up a lot. Uh, this year, he threw 76 games. He has 34 goals. I mean, 35 goals. Uh, and he's at the 92 uh, point mark. So he's close. He's got a couple of games left. I mean, he's got a week left. He's got tomorrow and then he's got uh, four or five games next week. So it's very doable. If he gets if he strings together a couple of three point games, uh, I think he'll definitely get it. Hopefully, you know, that'd be kind of cool if next Friday in attendance when you're at when we're at uh, when we're at the UBS arena on, on Long Island, uh, that'd be kind of cool if he gets it there. But, uh, yeah, just a fantastic season from this guy. Uh, he's the kind of player where the more he plays, the better he gets. And, and really, that was what he has struggled, obviously, with over the last couple of seasons. Last year, only 38 games only thirty-eight games played with 17 goals and 34 assists. Missed a significant amount of time, of course. Uh, but on the other side of that, speaking of a guy uh, who misses a lot of time as well, but just seems to pick it up where he leaves it off. And that is Nikita Kucherov. Like I stated before, five goals and eight points in his last five games. Just an insane uh, performance by this guy. I, I mean, and he doesn't even play that min- that much. He doesn't even play that much on the ice. I mean, it, 20 minutes the other night uh, against Detroit, 17 and change, pretty much 18. Let's call it that uh, against Toronto. Uh, so, you know, the fact that this guy goes out there with so little ice time, with so little games underneath his belt and just does the things he does, it, it is really just, you know, especially for someone that watches this team and covers this team on a nightly basis, it is still still amazes me. And even that pass tonight to stamp to set up Stamkos for his goal, no look. I mean, Stamkos even said it that, you know, after playing so long with this guy, he still continues to surprise me. That's a little paraphrase right there, right? He, while he was talking to Gabby Shirley during the intermission, but just an unbelievable, unbelievable, just all around couple of games, fresh uh, games from Stammer, from from we've seen obviously from Anthony Sorelli all season long, from Nikita Kucherov, especially over the last five ga- uh, five games, and just basically over the last three weeks, uh, it's really coming together for this team. There was really a time there where. I really thought it was kind of going downhill, but you know what? I have to say, if you, the guys, most of the guys on this team continue to do the little things right, and I think in the long run, as long as guys continue to do the little things right, I think that will that will help them get through the tough times, like we saw a couple of weeks ago, where the Lightning looked like they were no nowhere ready for for a playoff run or or even a playoff game. I mean, where we were in a situation, probably one of the darkest moments of the season to be a Lightning fan, uh, just, you know, just getting dominated by teams like Toronto, just having your starting goalie get pulled, Andre Vasilevsky, just an embarrassing moment. Um, just John Cooper looking bewildered out there on the bench, uh, just guys looking frustrated all around. But this team still continued to do the little things. But unfortunately, they were at a point in the season where, they weren't executing, and the big things were just more amplified. And, and that really, those moments, because every team goes through, no matter whether you're the Colorado Avalanche or, you know, you go through it almost on a daily basis if you're the 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 Arizona Coyotes, 
you go through trials and tribulations throughout a season and really those are the teams that could get through it and, and persevere in the end are the teams that are most likely going to the playoffs and are most likely going to make deep runs and the teams that could barely keep their head above water are the teams are going to make the playoffs and probably have a very short run so i i mean the way that this team and, and it all goes back to veteran leadership um i was i was i for some of you that don't that don't know i i write articles for last word on hockey and and i was talking about it in a piece i was writing about victor hedman today that i'm currently working on uh I, I said really what has really propelled this lightning team in recent years regardless of all the ups and downs has been guys like victor hedman and and also the 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 veterans around him uh having that le- veteran leadership around you uh, you see it every year. Guys that go at the trade deadline are usually guys that have been in the league for 10, 15 years. Guys that may or may not still be looking for cups. I mean, look at look at whether it be even at the trade deadline or in the offseason. Guys that are getting signed are usually guys that have been around for a while. Uh, Pat Maroon, since he's come to this team, has really made a huge effect, obviously. Uh, guys even that got brought in this year, uh, most notably uh, Pierre-Edouard Belmar, uh, just doing fantastic. Wasn't didn't play tonight because he was a little dinged up. But guys like that, um, I, I think those guys in the long run, the guys with experience, that guys have been around the block the longest. Um, if you're really serious about winning a championship, those are the guys that you go for because you can't set a price on on experience. You could you could set a price on 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 the young hot scorers, but you can't set a price on that. So uh, I just absolutely love how this team has played over the last two games having said that it's only two games we're starting to get them we're you know there's it's a step in the right direction <clears throat> excuse me um really it is i i just think that really you know this team has just over the last couple of weeks uh they've really just learned to find themselves again and i think it really started with that that overtime win against anaheim uh last week uh, I, I think going up against a young team like that and then playing angry against Winnipeg, uh, I think that really helped you out. Now, granted, you lost to Detroit the other night, but that was kind of expected, the way the Lightning have played Detroit over the last couple of years. Uh, you know what? Can't kill yourself for that and can't kill them for that either. But coming up right before we go into the break, I mean, you look at the rest of the schedule, other than tomorrow night, which is quite frankly, a toss-up because, let's face it, you got to put some respect on the top team in the division. The Florida Panthers are a tough team. And that, I mean, but at the same time, the Lightning are definitely up for the challenge the way they've been playing over the last couple of games. So I'm not worried about it. It could be a game that could be one in the last couple of seconds or could be one in the first period. I mean, that's how it's been going for the Lightning recently. So we'll see how they play tomorrow, tomorrow night, and we'll be at be back for an episode of that but i mean if you look at the schedule after that lightning should sweep the rest of the season you got columbus uh at home last home game of the season and then you got columbus again on thursday and then they're in long island against the islanders like i stated before so i mean really really it with the way the schedule is and the way this team is playing uh as long as they have a good showing tomorrow night and and i think you know it's expected they win the last three games i think this team is going to come in with a whole ton of confidence against Toronto. And we'll talk about uh, tomorrow night's game in just a little bit. But first, I want to talk about our last sponsor of the day, of the episode, excuse me, and that is Built Bar. Now, if you've been around for 
you know, since the inception of this show, you know for a fact Bill Barr has been one of our longest sponsors. So you know that what they're selling is legit because we don't have posers on this show. So let me tell you a little about Bill Barr. The best thing about these bars is that they are covered in 100% chocolate, but they taste like a candy bar, not like waxy or or sticky or chalky like some of those other energy bars that you they have out there. Go in, grab all of these, and you could customize the boxes. You could pick a couple of flavors, or you could get assorted, like all random different ones. So check that out. And they're low-calorie, high-protein, high-fiber, and they got 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. And they have tons of flavors, mint brownie, coconut, coconut almond, and new this month is the white chocolate cookies and cream. So go to built.com. Use that promo code LOCK15 and you'll get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at built.com. So if you're watching us on YouTube, you're staying right here uh, for the wrap up. And if you've been listening to us on a platform, uh, you're joining us right now. And really, you know, the last three games, uh, two and one, best case scenario, you know, I, I would rather take you know, two and one really at this point in the season. Um, the Lightning aren't that, you know, the Lightning aren't in the situation right now where we would call them dominant. I mean, they've looked fairly dominant over the last couple of games, but I think really what it comes down to and the reason why is because they've learned that they need to find balance. I mean, we've been talking about it all season long, and I'm sure that the conversation has been had between the players and John Cooper and there's a difference between talking about it and and implementing it and implementing it and it actually happening. Um, I think a lot of it had to do with with the mental side of things and and as well as physical fatigue. I think you know when you get up to this point in the season, especially with the way and what this team has had to go through over the last couple of years, uh, you're when you're on the home stretch of the season, when you're playing your first 82 game season in, in three years, it's tough. And, and it's hard to go out there to really, to really go out there and change things up. You know, John Cooper is the kind of coach that he doesn't want to ter- want to have this team practice a whole ton. And as you shouldn't, especially this late in the season. So especially when a team is struggling the way the lightning have, it's really hard to really turn it around quickly. Um, so, which is why it's that important. You got to go out there and you got to play discipline. In this game, the Lightning were disciplined for the most part. They did take a couple of penalties early on. I mean, that that first period was just unbelievable and the amount of penalties that were taken. But the Lightning took the most of the took made the best of their their chances in this game, and and really, um, that's what they need to do. And alongside, just really um, trying to balance your game out, not just solely focus on the fast break or the fast rush. Uh, don't, don't get into the zone and stall the offense by just cycling constantly. Um, you know, don't overly be aggressive on the offside of thing on the offensive side of things where you leave yourself uh, open on potential turnovers at the blue line that we have seen in the past, where that leaves you kind of high and dry for your goaltender. Uh, the Lightning, really in this game and especially last game, have really worked on, and you could see it by just their intentions on the ice. They have done a fantastic job of really emphasizing and, and making a point early on 
of not only getting off to a good start, but playing a 200 foot game. And, and that is really something that you need to get into the mindset of. And, and I know it is really hard to do that over the course of an 82 game season, which is why I'm all the more happy and delighted that it is happening now a week left into the season. So, uh, you know, absolute fantastic game. And, and when you play a 200 foot game as the lightning did tonight, especially against a team that is still hungry in the national predators, right on the cusp of making that last playoff spot in the wild card out in the West, um, that will really, that will really boost the confidence for you, especially going into a game tomorrow night against one of the top teams in the NHL, as well as a divisional foe and an in-state in-state rival rival. So really all that more important that the lightning played as well as they did tonight. And I think, with if they could carry that over, um, I think not that they beat Florida, but I think they could. We could see somewhat of a pretty much a similar scenario to what we saw tonight in tomorrow night's game. Uh, that doesn't mean that the Florida Panthers are just going to lay down as soon as you know the first couple of goals are scored. If it for if it is for Tampa, uh, Florida is has a good balance now after that playoff uh, loss to the Lightning last year. I think. You know, they know not to they, they know where they need to be and what level they need to play up to uh, against uh, a team like Tampa, because I think now every every team that is in the cost uh, that is a playoff team or has playoff aspirations, I'm sure has at one point in the last couple of weeks thought about, all right, Tampa is the model. Uh, how we play against Tampa tonight could very well determine how we perform in the playoffs. And I think that's how Florida might go about it tonight. I think uh, tomorrow night, excuse me. I think they'll they'll take tomorrow night into consideration when they're kind of reevaluating uh, their chances in a couple of weeks once they start their playoff round as well. So uh, great! It's going to be a fantastic game tomorrow night. What the Lightning need to do is kind of avoid the excessive amount of penalties. Obviously, there's probably going to be a ton of physical play. There's going to be situations where I'm sure emotions are going to get the best of people. So the Lightning really need to to just really pull, try and rein it in uh, when those situations arise and not let the game get out of control to where they put themselves into a bad situation where they won't be able to pull out a win. Uh, so really what the Lightning need to do is just go out and play the same exact way. Don't change anything uh, other than the fact that you'll have Andre Vasilevsky in it, and I'm sure he's hungry to kind of uh, get out there and continue uh his very good positive way of playing over the last couple of games and uh, especially last game as well. So in the meantime, uh, we'll be back tomorrow night after the game to discuss that. So go ahead and remember to turn on the notification bell, whether it's for the YouTube page or the, the audio platforms that you're listening to. So in the meantime, that's been it for today's episode of lockdown lightning part of the lockdown podcast network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. I'll talk to you in the next one.